thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to another question of the week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week we're going down under to find the answer to this question. Hi, this is Nick Lacey from Margaret River, Western Australia. My question of the week is about the acoustics of the didgeridoo. Could you please explain the science behind the cubic capacity of the internal chamber of the didgeridoo in relation to its length? What makes a didge drone when it has no reeds or finger holes? I'm Neville Fletcher and I come from the Australian National University and over the past few years we've been doing a nice research project on the didgeridoo. It's the trunk of a small tree that's been hollowed out by termites, uh, cleaned out and somewhere between one and one and a half metres long typically and it can either be pretty much cylindrical or flaring a bit just depending on the sort of tree it's cut from and it's played uh, by blowing in it very much as you would blow a trumpet or a trombone by vibrating your lips. And the longer the didgeridoo, the lower the note it will make. If it's about uh, one and a half metres long, it makes a drone which is about two octaves below middle C. That's about 65 vibrations per second. If it's cylindrical, uh, if it's conical so that it flares out at the, uh, at the far end, then it plays a higher note. And of course, if it's shorter, it also plays a higher note, rather like the fact that a trumpet plays a much higher note than a trombone, for instance. The main thing about the sound of a didgeridoo is you can change the actual sound quality. And doing that, the player changes the shape of his mouth by moving his tongue uh, very much as you would if you're saying vowels. So it's okay, I, I, oh. In addition, the uh, people have developed a technique called circular breathing where you fill up your cheeks with air to keep the drone going and then you quickly snatch a breath through your nose uh, and you can just keep the sound going for minutes and minutes at a time. The didgeridoo sound comes from a combination of length and shape. RD on our forum noted the similarity in physics with an organ pipe, but the most important factor is the technique used by its player. Using the right method could quite literally blow your audience away. So, branching out into the sea now, how is it that fish control their saltiness? Hi, my name is Will Jimenez and I'm calling from San Diego, California in the U.S. My question is based on a previous question of the week where we found out that the concentration of dissolved salts in the ocean is constant. If so, do saltwater fish have a higher permeable skin versus freshwater fish as they don't have to worry about losing all their electrolytes due to osmosis? If this is the case, how do fish like salmon cope while being able to live parts of their life in both saltwater and freshwater? And from the survival of the species to its extinction, I'll be finding out another way to burn calories. Hi, I'm Alan Wensky from Berkeley, California. 
And my question is one regarding pizza. Recently, a friend of mine was telling me about a pizza that he burned to the point of becoming a charred husk, 10 times smaller than the original. At that point, I realized that this pizza had now become a very low-calorie alternative to its former self. This led me to wonder whether all types of cooking result in loss of calories as well. For instance, does a perfectly cooked egg or piece of toast also have less calories than the original? So if you know how to season your fish before adding lemon or how to kill the killer jewels, then get in touch by emailing questionoftheweek at thenakedscientist.com or join the discussion on our forum at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the EPSRC, the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.